comes across some really nasty people, men mm. and women in this mm. book. Who strikes you in the book as the most sort of, the person you'd least like to be uh, sat down with? John Thorpe is an absolute knobhead. He's really a proper knob. He's this kind of guy you sit next to in the pub and he'll tell you all about his motorbike. And I think he does the most unpleasant thing in the book. I mean, the General Tilney is also a snob and a pretentious windbag. But John Thorpe is malicious because he's a, a petty little... He's a sorry state of a man. And, and he, at the end of the book, is so rude in a really malicious way about Catherine's family. So, yeah, him, him, because he's also fantastically boring, you know, as well as being a bully. I mean, there's nothing about him that's nice. So when did you first discover Jane Austen? I think I must have first read her when I was 13, and I probably read Northanger Abbey. And I think I was most delighted with Catherine and Henry and the fact that Henry was so funny and that, that he was witty really delighted me. So, yes, young, very young. Mm. And for someone new to Austen, someone that's listening to this that, that hasn't read or listened to any Austen before, how would you introduce them to her world? I'd say don't worry about it being Jane Austen, just listen to the story and the characters. The stories are universal. They're absolutely relevant today because they're just about human foibles, human hopes, human desires, human fears. And her language, once you just get used to it, is very clear, incredibly clear. And she's terribly funny. How would you characterise her sense of humour? Irony. She's an ironic writer. So that's particularly British, of course. And sometimes she's overtly funny. Um, but mostly it's a wry, ironic, tongue-in-cheek, you know, looking slightly sideways... But she sees everything so clearly and she sees people's nastiness, their silliness, um, their hypocrisy. She sees it and she delineates it and describes it with great affection a lot of the time. And even when someone's as truly nasty as Thorpe, she makes no comment. It's as though she knows that some people are unpleasant. And she's very clear that she certainly doesn't believe that bad people always get their comeuppance. I mean, there's nothing like that in Austin. She's a realist. So there's no moral to the story or no overt moral to the story? Well, for instance, at the end of Sense and Sensibility, where she says, you know, Lucy, um, who's the sort of villain of the piece, Lucy and Anne, the sisters, uh, she never experienced any discomfort or any um, comeback for her bad behaviour. And that, that's just the way the world is. There are, of course, morals to the story because the girls do get their trap. They do, at the end. <laughs> um, you mentioned Sense and Sensibility. Uh, at one point in your history of reading and, and rereading Jane Austen, you came to work on it and you've worked on a few different uh, adaptations. Did you feel a weight of responsibility? Oh, yeah, very much so. You have to put that aside and just sit down and do the work because the fact is... At the beginning of such a, an endeavour, you really don't know whether what's going to happen. I mean, it might never get made. So actually, the weight of responsibility comes slightly later when it looks like it might be getting made and you think, oh, bloody hell, I hope I've done a good enough job. You know, then you really start getting worried. At the beginning, with, some, with sense anyway, I just thought, well, well I'll, I'll have a go. I have no idea how this will turn out. I'll just have a go. 
And let's talk a bit now about the the experience that you've had today of, uh, in the recording studio, uh, spending a day with Northanger Abbey. Have you found it to be a, a good way to revisit the book? Well, I read it again, obviously, before I came to do it. But it's very good reading it out loud because you realise these sentences which go on for, you know, paragraph, so perfectly constructed, are works of of such beauty and that you can act it up you can you could read it very calmly or you can read you can give it a great deal of oomph and vigor and and heat you can do it in all sorts of ways i mean she can be read in so many different ways uh, i didn't need to do voices because everyone else was doing the voices so i just had to be her and the way in which she makes you feel this great sympathy for this young girl who you know, finally isn't...